Hello, heretics. James here for Heretic Wargaming. And today, on today's Chaos Chat, we've got the one, the only, Austin. Say hi, Austin. I'm here. I am too a heretic. I don't know if y'all know. I am very heretical. I'm so excited to come and talk about some chaos stuff today with you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course, Austin. And so if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this is a competitively focused chaos podcast where uh, I bring on folks who are better at Warhammer than me, and they talk about their chaos lists and how they did well with them. And so, Austin, um, I guess we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about your list. So you took demons to the... Sorry, let me get the name of the event. Uh, the WCG... CWG Major? Is that the name? Yeah, so yeah, Warp Charge Gaming. Um, George Rollins is a buddy of mine. If you go, go check him out on YouTube, follow all his stuff. We do battle reports and stuff, but he's fantastic. The Coastal Wargaming guys are uh, the beach guys here in Virginia. They do they supply all the terrain. It's a fantastic event, and uh, all the stuff that they do is, is really great. So shout out to them. All right. And so uh, you took Demons, and obviously uh, this was not a player place terrain uh, event, hence why I didn't do Lone Star Open for this one, because uh, I feel like most people aren't going to have player place terrain. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so what did you end up taking, Austin? Yeah, man. So, yeah, do I do want to uh, shout out to Wyatt. Uh, he did great with Chaos, so we, we love Wyatt. Yeah, but um, I took Pure Demons uh, to this event. So I wanted to give Bellacor a try. So that is what we went with. We did a pure monster mash Bellacor list. So if you if you look at the list, it's one of the coolest lists that you could possibly create because it, it represents all the gods and all of them that make that makes chaos very happy. Uh, no one was left out. So of course we we start off with Bellacor himself. Um, I don't know if you know. Have you played with Bellacor yet? I have. Uh, he's very interesting. <laughs> yes, Bellacor um, was a ton of fun. It was my. I, I played a lot of, you know, games with him in my head. This was the first tournament where I actually got to put him on the field with some paint on him, and he overperformed. Um, he really did. Uh, did a super job. Um, we'll talk more about that, I'm sure. But also representing the rest of the gods, we have a Lord of Change in there. Um, this is the actual Super Chicken. So. Super Chicken. The super chicken means he's minus one damage because he's the warlord. You take uh, incorporeal form. He's got the impossible robes for the three up invulnerable, and you give him the um, the six up feel no pain uh, exalted ability. Where when he passes those invul or not invuls passes those feel no pains, he heals himself. Right. So that chicken uh, is extremely hard to deal with, and he proves so again and again. Um, I also took a great unclean one. So the great and clean one is hilarious. I think that model is so cool. And the fat man is revoltingly resilient. So the four up feel no pain on fat man, um, he's makes him another problem, right? Yep. Um, yeah. We'll talk more about why they're all in the list. They actually all do really cool things. I also took a wrath of corn bloodthirster. So the bloodthirster is probably, if you look at the model, he definitely bench presses the most, but he's the weakest of the exalted, like rules wise, right? Yeah. But he he has a place in the list. I gave him the armor of scorn, so that gives him a four up invul. So makes him a little more tough than he's supposed to be, and he's blood blessed, so he can only take eight wounds in a phase. So, but between the eight wounds in a phase and that four up invul, 
mistakes happen, right? And people don't do the eight wounds. That's the idea is I want people to, to do the math wrong, <laughs> right? Yeah, and overcommit or undercommit, yeah. Uh, uh, undercommit or overcommit, so he either just says, okay, I took a bunch of damage but only take eight, or the four-up impulse swinging and you don't quite do the eight, and then he becomes a real problem. So that is the mixed battalion there. I took a couple squad, little men squads of Nurglings. Um, we all know how important uh, infiltration is, so there's so many units in the game now. Uh, we're going to see even more with orcs, with commandos and stuff, but – infiltrators for admec and the pregame moving horses and i we need something to infiltrate to screen out some stuff or even play that midboard early so nurglings are still probably the best unit in existence for that because they're so cheap and they're still pretty tough so nurglings are great i also took um some brimstones um just for backfield they're the cheapest troop to fill it out um I like to, all the gods are represented too, but the brimstones, it's great, especially with good terrain. They're really bad until they're never seen and they're on an objective, right? So (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's their whole, their whole purpose. I took a couple squads of furies. I think in this list, we had two six man units just because of points. Obviously I'll tweak. We'll actually talk about some changes to to the list. I'm sure it's what I'm going to, what I'm moving towards, but two squads of furies that are Nurgle, 12 inch moving infantry, um, is one of the ch- best f- points per model uh, in the book. And uh, for demons, 12-inch moving infantry, they can do actions, right? They can, they're can they fast enough to get engaged, to get a bunch of stuff. So they're fantastic. And with a 5-up invul and the 5-up feel no pain for being Nurgle, they're actually kind of tough too. So people can undercommit to them as well. And even a couple of them living just scores you some secondary points. I then... Love me some Slanesh. Slanesh is, uh, we all know, there's pure Slanesh lists that do really well. Um, so I have the Exalted Keeper that has the minus one to wound uh, versus shooting. Um, so, and they're so fast. We all know when you are taking a pure Slanesh detachment like I did, you can advance and charge with these keepers. So moving 14, advance and charge, really allows them to threat threaten past the midboard. So that keeper is fantastic. I have Shalaxi, um, who is minus one to wound in combat, just base. So depending on who you're fighting, right, like one of them becomes more important than the other one. Um, if you're fighting a shooting army, one's tougher than the other. But there's a lot of combat armies in existence, and Shalaxi is is awesome. If you don't know her rules, she, you know she, she's got some jank uh, built into her um, as well. And then rounded out, I put I took Demonettes, another fast infantry, but that makes that patrol that patrol work. Um, that is six big guys and a bunch of nonsense to play to play ninth edition. <laughs> and a lot of nonsense it is. Um, so it was really really interesting uh, looking at the list initially and going to give you credit for style points for getting all the gods greater demons in there <laughs> that was definitely a style points thing um and so yeah initially looking at it, i was like okay lord of change i could see where the wrath of uh corn berserker um so what was kind of your your thought process with doing the great unclean one because you know you, you went with the bile sword and plague flail which is probably the best version of him um but i thought it was really interesting your spell choice and just kind of like what was his role so every game, so he's the he's the only guy who can't be obscured, right? Because he's got eighteen wounds. So 
you get to aggressively deploy him and bait armies if I don't think they have the the firepower. So some armies do. Like the Admech armies, we have to play it a little different if they've got enough last cannons, right? But like Drakari don't have like their dark lances actually aren't going to do enough to the fat man so he can aggressively deploy towards the middle of the board and he is the early warp ritual guy he just moseys into the middle and starts the ritual um really good so i can do things with keep my other monsters hidden you know maybe take an objective with the chicken versus going towards the center or things like that but fat man is great for ritual especially when you're you look at the rest of the list. There's so much threat. Do you really want to shoot a four-up field no pain greater unclean one? The answer is typically no. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> he's he's not really coming. He's not as fast as the rest of them. He's not the problem early. There's lots of problems. I can I can introduce you to several issues before Fat Man becomes a problem, and he really rounds out um, getting warp ritual done early. But his powers are cool. You know when you're looking at the state of the game um sometimes on turn two or turn three maybe i won't do ritual that turn and making fat man minus one to hit with miasma um makes him that much tougher and then he takes the heal power so either healing himself is cute when people try to commit to him and you can heal him uh, a bunch during the game it's really good but it's really also great because uh if you don't know he can heal bellicor that he can and he can and that he did so bellicor will take takes it on the chin a little bit and I, you got ways to bring him up a bracket. Um, that's kind of when you make that decision and fat man healed them is super good. But um, yeah, fat man is a must for me. Um, one, he looks so cool, um, but he does a good job with warp ritual and doing some secondary stuff. And I, I brought up the ad mech matchup. If you don't have terrain, I had, there's great terrain at this event. So um, you could even hide Fat Man naturally behind some of those Nova L's, like because they're just giant stone walls. Yeah. Um, but if he's caught out in the open and you're worried about losing uh, two CP, you know you can deep strike Fat Man. True. Um, and uh, keep him off the board. So that is always an option. I only came with three CP. If y'all are doing the math, <laughs> so <laughs> so spending spending two is it is what it is. I'm I'm down to play with nothing. I mean the list does what it does. So. I'm down to play with one, get two, turn one, just to keep him alive, and then he can be an issue later. But in this event specifically, um, he was really able to take the center and kind of hang out for three turns. That makes perfect sense. Um, what was your spell choice for Bellacore? Because I, I know that you couldn't do it in uh, BCP at the time. So or... Yeah, I had to, I fixed it. Like I realized that he wasn't updated yet, so we took Pembril Curse, and I think it's Paul of Despair, Pal of Despair. Yep. So it, it is the... Um, the weird leadership one where you can make someone fight last. Yep. Um, and then the other one is the minus one to wound and the AP debuff. Which is um, a lot bigger than I was even expecting it to be. Dude, honestly. it's so good. So what, the reason I took this on Bellacor, um, Bellacor chills, right? But when he comes out, he does the business. We, he's getting, you know, if he's near his buddies, he can advance and charge. Um, and all the list variations, we'll talk about the sneaky stuff Bellacor can do, but he comes out, he's fast, he's going to kill stuff. But those powers are actually for his friends, right? Yeah. So you're actually throwing that onto something that's already in combat so that you can fight, if that was charged, and you can fight first, right? Or you're trying to make someone fight last um, that may come at you so that your Bellacor can slaughter them. 
but he pairs really well with the Bloodthirster. It's something that's sneaky is if Bellacor can make someone minus one to wound and then you throw the Thirster at them, they ain't doing eight wounds to the third. Like now all of a sudden minus one to wound Bloodthirster with the four up involve can can take a punch in combat as well and mistakes happen. So he, that, that all pairs up well with the other you know, five big guys in the list. They are tough to cast. People ask me, they're cast on seven, but if yeah. if you, you've got Gaze of Fate in this list, um, you know, with the chicken can give me that reroll. And with uh, strats, like if you really need it to happen, like if it's a win condition, you've got rerolls built in um, where you could try to make those powers go off. No, and those that's what I was kind of getting at is, um, especially with the, the negative one to wound, actually had this happen to me, uh, somebody cast it on my, my blood letters and um, they were tied up with a single vehicle and all of a sudden I went from winning those vehicles on fives to sixes, which was kind of a big deal. <laughs> it's it's almost embarrassing. You're like this yeah. this blood this blood letter unit should slaughter this vehicle, but it, it's struggling. <laughs> yep, and you <laughs> so, just bounce off of it and you're like, Well, that was fun. <laughs> well Yep. Yeah, so yeah, like you said, it, it, it pairs well with some of the others. This whole list is is kind of survivable anyway. You know, every exalted power is is t- is the defensive buffs, right? We're taking the four up field of pain, the field of pains. Like the keepers have field of pains with powers and the shield on Shalaxi. So you're trying to like make everything last as long as possible, and that's the get out of jail free card. Is hey, I'm supposed to lose right here to this Admac army or this Drakkar army, but you're just a couple invuls and a couple field of pains from not dying and winning, right? Yep. A hundred percent. And then I also noticed uh, with your keepers, you did have delightful agonies, uh, hysterical frenzy, twice, <laughs> um, and uh, symphony of pain. So obviously, you would delightful agonies probably Bellacor because they both have the Aegis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's built for Bellacor. Um, so when he comes out, he too is even. It's not great, but every wound counts, right? So if Bellacor lives with two wounds because of field of pain, uh, it paid for itself. We and he can still pick up, you know, he can sweep and kill stuff. Or the, the MVP is the damn Blade of Shadows, dude, is yeah. fantastic. It's fantastic. It's just a uh, no math it needed. It just rolls and kills stuff. That was really impressive to see Bellacor do that. I'm just gonna punch but, it and kill it, <laughs> dude. Hysterical Frenzy, it didn't come up much in this game, but you have it built in so that no matter where Bellacor is, like Bellacor fighting in the psychic phase. And potentially fighting twice is like just knowing your opponent, knowing you can do that should terrify them. Like you should, I make sure they know. So so they are, they're, they're just fearful. I don't have a lot of CP. So I I did fight twice a bunch during the tournament, but just reminding them if if you get stuck in with Bellacor, he too is Slanesh. So the hysterical frenzy spread out is really for any of the keepers or Bellacor that get, that get caught staying in combat with some scary things. And that makes sense because then uh, it opens up other movement opportunities or charges or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, super strong. No one really wants to stay in combat um, with anything, <laughs> right? No, not at all. Nope, especially not with big punchy demon things. Um, <laughs> and so I, I think that this list is really great. I think it's a good um, um, like measurement tool as far as uh, uh, you know, if you want to do a demons list with Belcor without going into um, his army of renown. Um, so that said, uh, what do you think of the army of renown? 
So I, I, I was really lucky to play against um, Bellacore and the Disciples of Bellacore in the finals. Um, shout out uh, to Aiden Barkley, one of the brothers. I know them for a long time. Um, he's a chaos guy. I don't know if you've ever had Aiden on. You should definitely check out Aiden. Um, he's fantastic. But he ran them, and he he I was so happy because it's all theory, so I got to see it live in action, right? And the Bellacores are different, like, obviously i'm i'm built to buff the big greater demons and my power choices are much more aggressive and that army is one of the hardest it's going to be one of the hardest armies to beat in the primary and beat for secondaries it just plays the mission so very well um if if the list is constructed correctly and uh, he did a great job so the pink whores with bellacore are mvps yeah um, in that in that build out so 30 pinks with four pinballs already have been a problem throughout you know the last couple editions they're very good they're pretty durable full rerolls right so makes their shooting you know which can be strength um strength four potentially strength five depending on powers and stuff uh, with full rerolls actually makes them kill stuff so uh, that's impressive firstly secondly the splitting potential of pinks is art has always been annoying, but in this list specifically, this is what Necrons are, should be. <laughs> like <laughs> ne Necron, we all know how to kill twenty Necron warriors now. I don't know anyone who knows how to kill thirty pinks in a go. That doesn't exist. These guys split, so if you have a hundred, maybe a hundred fifty points of split, you get a bunch of blues, maybe some brims. So you, you are stealing objectives, right? You're doing the shenanigans of adding things to units and, and, and playing the primary, not letting anybody score any primary points. Um, that's really good. But the stratagem to auto-pass morale with a one just means D6 pink whores come back every turn until they're out of CP. Um, it's really obnoxious. I don't know if you know. <laughs> but... but but it's that's that's I think the strength of the list is going to be in units like a big unit of pinks, like some beast of Nurgle with rerolls and all their shenanigans to just tar pit things, clog up the board, and then bloodletter bombs. I think that's really the, the the strength of of the disciples list is actually in the demons and and not so much allying the the chaos space green stuff. So were y'all playing it to where they could put everything in one detachment, or did they have to split it, or? No, everything in one detachment. He actually, um, just with some characters, had like a Contemptor, um, which is fantastic, had some characters, but mostly demon stuff. Um, I'd have to look at his list specifically to see how it was broken down, but it mixed and matched, and it, it worked out well. Um, yeah, yeah. the biggest question right now, you know, and I, I'm sure a lot of people were just waiting on the fact to see if it was intended to be a faction keyword or not, and I'm hearing it both ways, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to wait, and it, it, they always give us three weeks, right? And we'll, we'll see um, what the intent was, but we're we're pretty laid back. I think um, rules is intended. I think it's supposed to be um, faction keyword, right? Yeah, and we'll see. To... Uh, that, I mean, that's how I played it, but now I'm like, uh, well, I should probably err on the side of it not. But I agree. I think the the power of the the army of renown is definitely in the demons, like hundred percent in the demons. Oh. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, bloodletter bombs are a good answer for a lot of things. That, you know, there's a lot of T3 out there um, in the meta right now. So just scaring them with the ability to deep strike mid-game with the new power, um, super good. The change caster with the auto cast power, really good. Um, 
so there's a lot of cool stuff to go with. Um, still, you know, we're still playing on hard mode. I'm not going to lie to everybody, but it's still <laughs> that's still a lot. That's more answers than we had. So I'm really happy with any rules that chaos get. So. No, 100. Um, percent And I'd be remiss. I forgot to ask before we get any further. What were your normal secondaries? Obviously, you already talked about warp ritual, but um, what else did you take? Yeah, so warp ritual. Um, most games, unless there were some easy ones. So I actually had the sheets down. I pretty much took warp ritual every game, and it's I I feel comfortably it's impossible to stop in the list with the new changes to that secondary um i feel like it's physically impossible you can't stop all the monsters that are psychers from at least attempting it three times and, and getting it so that is just a, a steal of the 12 points um with the game plan um the list accidentally engages on all fronts so <laughs> well that makes sense with keepers like, so. yeah with the way i play um I like to play aggressively anyway, but turn one with Furies and with Nerdlings, typically you can sacrifice a unit to get engaged early, like just throw them in a table quarter and then hide your monsters if you're not ready to come out uh, behind terrain and stuff like that. Fat Man takes the middle, but like you can get, and then the rest of the game, like it's a uh, balls to the wall, right? Like we're, <laughs> we're going on turn two, I'm, I'm coming, I can't help myself. So engaging off front almost every every game um you could think about maybe um swapping engage for uh stranglehold um but i don't have a ton of obsec you know and they're not that hard so i do just like engage is pretty safe i think every game this event i get two points turn one and i get three points the rest of the game is typically how it works if as long as you're not getting table too fast um you should be able to get about you know, 13 to 14 points um, on engage pretty, pretty safely. And then that third one, it's always interesting, right? Like if they give you one, so there are some missions where they give it to you like priority target. Um, but if, if, if we're not going to cheat and say they gave us one or your opponent can always give you one too, right? Like hunt characters or kill stuff. Um, you know, if it, I, I picked that a couple times against some armies, but, my fallback is always going to be banners or um, Octarius data, retrieve Octarius data with the Furies, with um, the Brims and the Demonettes. Um, I've got enough little peasants to to play that game and at least get the three table quarters knocked out and then hunt for the last one um, late. You can always outflank uh, pretty cheap for Furies because they're too power level um, if that's part of the game plan. So. Yeah, I got a rough draft. That's basically going in. I've got that's my fallback. I don't want to do that, but if you made me, I will. <laughs> well, and you could spend a CP to uh, deep strike the Furies too. Like if it if you feel like people yeah. are gonna try to zone you out. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, you have one CP for for deep striking the, the little Fury squad. Um, still really solid. No, all these are great things, and and like I said, I love the list. I absolutely love the list. Uh, if I had another Keeper Secrets, I would totally run it. <laughs> um, yeah. So going forward, uh, you've said that you've already alluded to the fact that you've already got some changes in mind, some tweaks. So what, looking forward, what are you looking at doing with the list? Yeah, so I'm, I'm dr I tweaked it a bit. So I'm, I'm, I'm shoving Bellacore in a patrol with the Lord of Change um, and adding five Furies to that patrol. So there's going to be Zench Furies that have a four-up uh, invul. So still kind of tough, not as good as the Nurgle ones. But I do really like the Zench Loki. 
um, being on the chicken all the time, like not requiring uh, anything else. Um, and then Bellacore getting it all the time is super spicy. So um, wouldn't Bellacore break that though? Cause he has all the God keywords. So no, he has all the God keywords. So the way that that works is he, it is a Zinch detachment because he has the Zinch keyword. Um, so it still is a pure Zinch demon detachment. Um, so just like he is, if you shove him with keepers, that would still um, meet the, the rules for a pure Slanesh demon detachment because he has the correct keywords. Um, so he also benefits, and we'll talk about the list, but he also benefits from any other Lokais that other characters may have because he still has those keywords. So if he's near, which he always, he literally has a little buddy, he, either Shalaxi or the Keeper uh, hide with Bellacor, so Bellacor can still benefit from that advance and charge, um, which makes him just another one of the problems. <laughs> that, that's that's pretty fast. Um, but the are you familiar with the Zinch Lokai? Yes. Uh, you rolled, what, two dice, and you pick the lowest, and whatever the lowest one is, you ignore that for hit rolls in close combat. Yes, exactly. So it's not, it, it sounds terrible. Um, and it, it's not always, it doesn't always work. So it's not like a, a must, by no means, anyone thinks they need to do it. But what it means is, especially if you have ga a Gaze of Fate reroll left over, and you can reroll um, to try to get that to work. Um, if you roll two four ups and fours miss, now all of a sudden Bellacore is minus one to hit. You can never reroll, and fours would miss. So he's making you hit on. He's making a guy that normally hits on twos hit on fives. Yeah. Um, that makes people sad. <laughs> um, so. Uh, this, this, like for instance, this could come up in like, hey, if if your Bellacore charges my Bellacore and my Bellacore rolls well, all of a sudden your Bellacore ain't hitting anything, right? Like you whiff and I kill you. I, I think it's a big deal. Um, so I like having it pocket. It's really good on the Lord of Change for some of these combat armies, especially with orcs coming out. Um, and they're scary characters hit on twos. So it's pretty reliable if you roll two three ups, right? Where threes miss, you know, or or a, 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 some number misses. Um, so it's it's neat, but I, I'm getting that uh, detachment. I'm still keeping Shalaxi and the Keeper with the Demonettes. And then the other patrol um, is still the Great Unclean one, still the Bloodthirster. And I have tweaked it with one squad of Nurglings. I added a Beast of Nurgle. And I still have two more Fury squads. Um, so now it's 15 Furies, three Nurglings instead of six. But that Beast of Nurgle is taking over a role of the backfield objective um, that's hidden. Or, you know, maybe I'm throwing him away. But still really solid list. Um, just it, It's tweakable, right? Still six big guys. People always ask me why, why the Bloodthirster and not a third um, keeper. Uh, it's because... Have you seen a bloodthirster? I have to run him. <laughs> like, like the corn has to be represented. <laughs> so, making it work. Uh, these keepers are, are really strong, but I, I have. He was actually an overperformer. You'd be surprised uh, how much fun I had with the bloodthirster. Oh, they are, and they they slap real hard. You know, keepers they're more, um, I guess, reliable. <laughs> yeah, the consi the consistency, the speed of a keeper, the fight first. There's so much that goes in their favor. They're psychers. Like, um, so much, they're obviously better than the bloodthirster, but the wings are big for me. I really like 
flying through over the buildings and doing stuff like that. And like I said, it's just a more hard puzzle for people to mess up with the only taking eight wounds and give them that four up uh, invulnerable relic. Um, so he's a ton of fun and I'll keep running him until, uh, why they're going to give us a codex at some point and then I'll be really happy because I ran him when he was not great and <laughs> he'll become, you know, three plus D three damage here shortly. And then we'll really be happy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll have to wait and see what happens. With humans. But, uh, yeah, no, these are all great things. And, um, you know, going forward, um, obviously we did just get the admac uh, fac quote unquote today. Um, so, Looking at your army uh, outside of Admech, which I, I know Admech would still probably make you very sad. Um, what other armies are you kind of like not wanting to pair into? Yeah, so I'll just mention um, my one loss was to Admech. I played Juice uh, round three and I lost 56 to 67 or something. So I, st- I suck in it. My plan for Admech, if people ask, what do you do if you run an Admech? Well, I have the game plan. They can't stop ritual. I still try to engage um, unless they have horses and stuff, which in this game, it's physically impossible. If y'all don't know <laughs> to get past walls of infiltrators or walls of horses, uh, the, the Raiders, of course. So I was forced to play the kill you game and I just wasn't able to kill enough and they beat me on mission. Right. Yeah. Um, you have the survivability built in with invuls and the field of pains. If you stonewall some stuff, like if the chicken stones walls or if Bellacore, you know, when he comes out behind terrain, makes a bunch of four ups, like you can make the admec guy nervous about leaving monsters alive. So that's really the play is you do need to roll well, obviously, or roll a little consistently. But if you spike here or there, you can find yourself in the winning, you know, the winning seat against admec. By no means is it easy. And by no means do I wish that upon my demons. <laughs> but like I could beat it. Like I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to beat it, but um, I definitely could beat Admech. The rest of the field with good terrain. This list really likes terrain um, because of all the monsters being obscurable, except for Fat Man. Um, I don't mind some of the other armies out. Th- I think I can play everybody. I really do uh, feel good about anyone who can stop warp ritual. You know, so I played custodes with some strats or sisters and stuff is annoying. I still think I go try to do it. Um, and it still t- tends to work out. I may have to rely more on the chicken finishing it out late, but, um, anything that messes with my, just, Hey, my normal game plan, I think thinks a bummer, but, um, I feel pretty good about running it against whatever. I mean, there's so many good armies, so they're n- by no means any easy games either. It's just, uh, I play the game the way it plays, and they usually, if they don't die, um, you know, they do really well. Some of those harder matchups really depend on what your opponent picks as secondaries, right? So if I'm playing someone, even with an Admech army, or even with Sisters or any of the newer armies, if they pick secondaries that hunt me, that want to try to kill, assassinate, or kill psychers, or hunt the monsters, right? They they offered themselves a lose condition where if they end up not killing you, they lose by not scoring enough secondary points. So any army that can just play the game without interacting with me is a is a is bad for me, right? Yeah. Um, if they are just down to not play the game and say they're just going to Octarius data, they're just going to engage, they're just going to do um, survive, right? D- don't lose there to the last or whatever. 
Um, that is always a harder game for me because now then I'm on the burner. Like I know I'm going to lose unless I go kill some stuff. Um, so that would be my my one thing. Um, if, if someone's got a game plan that doesn't require them to kill me, um, I'm at a disadvantage. Yeah. Are you too worried about like, um, what is it? Poison Serpent or whatever, Drukhari kind of seeing a resurgence? You know, uh, one of the locals here runs them and uh, they're quite annoying. <laughs> they are. I, I've played them once before, um, not with this monster match, but that would for sure uh, give me a problem. But if I, if I'm scared, I'm still just as long as the terrain's decent, they still have to come get me, right? That's I'm true. not just we're not just willy nilly walking out uh, behind terrain and standing on objectives until we need to. So I, I can still play that trade game with my little peasant units. And uh, the, if y'all don't know, the chicken doesn't care. That's his whole job. <laughs> so it, I will. The chicken goes out as bait all the time because, like, I'm down to just stick a bunch of three ups and make obnoxious amounts of feel no pains and heal himself like that's part of the game plan like i love when people shoot blasters at a chicken and he heals himself like <laughs> you're like this shouldn't happen but it happens all the time but those that poison is really good obviously i'm really happy today admech didn't hit like the it's not a huge nerf but the vanguard only working on wounding on fives now instead of four ups yeah um that, I don't know if y'all know, it's just enough math so that the big guys may live now. Like, before, the Vanguard were a problem for me, honestly. So anything that makes the Vanguard less lethal uh, helps these monsters out dramatic, dramatically. But, um, yeah, Poison's big. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason I mention it, because I ran into it and I was like, oh, this is, this is very annoying. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, all good things, and uh, yeah, I, I love the list, and I look forward to uh, seeing you win a bunch more with it. Thanks, man. I'm excited to try the, all the iterations of it. Um, shout out to Black Carpet Studios is painting up my stuff. I don't know if you've seen uh, Bellacore. Uh, my Bellacore is, looks fantastic. I'll send you a picture after this. You'll love it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I look forward to it. i got to paint mine eventually. <laughs> oh, he's worth it, dude. He's, ad he's addicting. You should try him out. He's pretty fun to play with. Yeah, after this move, after this move. But anyways, uh, <laughs> you got any other shout-outs you want to do before we call this one a wrap? No, dude, thanks for – I love – I could obviously can spit from the mouth for forever. So thanks for letting me come talk about, you know, some big scary monsters. Hell yeah, and I hope you guys out there enjoy your big scary Bellacores as well. So that's it for this Chaos Chat. Please like, subscribe, share, and I'll see you guys on the next one here at Heretic Wargaming. <laughs>